0: Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at indytravelpodcast.com.
1: This is episode 154, and today we're talking about our South American experiences in uh, Peru, Bolivia, Uruguay, and Argentina. And a bit of Brazil. Yeah. yeah it okay. counts.
0: Even though it was only a day, it definitely counts. Yeah. And today we're joined by our friend Angela, who's been traveling with us for the last three months. Hi, Ange. Hi.
1: <laughs> this episode of the Indie Travel Podcast is brought to you by WorldNomads.com. WorldNomads.com provides great value global travel insurance. You can buy, extend, and claim online, even if you're already traveling. All policyholders also get free travel blogs, safety advice, and language guides for your iPod. WorldNomads.com. Keep traveling safely.
0: So this episode, we thought we'd talk about our experiences traveling in South America. And as you know, we started in Chile, and we spent three weeks with Janine, and Moroni traveling around uh, mostly in the south of Chile, but also around Santiago, and then we went north. But we've already talked about that quite a bit, so we thought we'd not talk too much about Chile, although we will come back to it because we've been back twice, and um, just look at what else we've been doing.
1: Yeah. So um, after Chile, what three three months ago now? We, yeah, so um, long ago. It was a while. We uh, we came up to Lima, which was where we met Ange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. You came, how was How is how is Lima Airport? you flown on um, on the Evil airline. Yes, yes. Erlenes, uh, Argentina. Uh, Erlenes,
2: Argentina. It was not as bad as the combination of the horror stories I'd heard, but it did run out of toilet paper. The movie did not have audio, <laughs> <laughs> and or it had English and Spanish together intermittently in between words. Each word would be in English and Spanish going That's back cool. and forth. That's <laughs> sort of fun. Uh, yeah, but we flew in at. About eleven o'clock in the evening, Peru time, which was really difficult to arrive in a foreign city, first time, first, you know, start of the trip, and it was so late at night, it was dark. Yeah. yeah we, so we just we just paid for a taxi. We didn't know if what we were paying was what we should be paying, mm-hmm. but we found a got a nice taxi driver, found our hostel, and yep yeah, that was good. <laughs> we found <laughs> that taxis in Peru weren't too bad after all, were, were they? So a taxi from the airport
0: shouldn't have been too expensive. No, I think it was, though, <laughs> compared to what we paid for the rest of the trip. Oh, well. Yeah, we, we were hoping to meet Ange and Mark, who she travelled over with, at the airport, but because we got held up in the south of Chile by the, um, by the earthquake, there was no way. We were basically running from Santiago all the way back up to, to Lima. But we managed to make it the day after, so we arrived on a night bus about 10 o'clock in the morning, the day after they arrived at 11 o'clock so we actually were only in the same country for about 12 hours without seeing each other so it wasn't too bad.
2: We actually entered the country on the same day. We did, so we that's had, right. We yeah. had the same date stamp in our passports. So it
0: looks
1: like we arrived together although we didn't, well we don't tell anyone that. <laughs> it
2: was very helpful <laughs> in Bolivia. It was useful, yeah.
1: <laughs> Smooth. So we, well we spent a bit of time in Lima which is where I always remember getting my, uh, my South American taxi, taxi talk which was never get in a taxi driven by a young man. Yes, yes, that was
2: actually quite useful advice. And by young men, she says, she says always go in a taxi with somebody over 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, Not just was, under was, 35.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah so, we, And also women are also fine. So we found that quite useful because, you know, I suppose young men are more likely to be involved in gangs and stuff like that. They're the ones who are likely to run the scams. And, you know, old men have been t- driving taxis for longer, I assume. <laughs> they have good stories too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting people, taxi
1: drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. So uh, after that, we went up north to some of my favorite places, oh, yeah. um, Trujillo, Chiclayo, and Chachapoyas, where there's a wealth of, I don't know, kind of historical background and also current cultural things that are interesting. But they're not really covered. They're not really the done thing to do when you go to Peru. So
0: but They're amazing, and they're so cheap and so easy to get to. It's just not hard at all.
1: Yeah, we went up on a bus, and it was pretty painful, eh? Mm. How many? I can't remember. It was a long, long bus trip, maybe 12 to 20 12 hours. Yeah, hours. Yeah.
2: To the first step. <coughs> <coughs> and, four, and then 14 to Chachapoyas.
0: Yeah, well, Chachapoyas was kind of off on its own little own little place. You know, you had to get go up north and then go inland for ages, and the roads were bad, and it was terrible. We only had two days there, so we arrived on a night bus. We had one night... We did things all day the first day and all day the second day, and then we couldn't make us out. Perhaps not the wisest of moves. No.
1: If we go back, I want to be there at least a week. Yeah I, yeah, I could easily spend a couple of weeks there. I think there's great hiking around the place. There's the Quailet Fortress, which is a day trip. Oh, that was awesome. Um, the second highest waterfalls in the world, which is another day trip or half-day trip. And, um, yeah, it's just a really nice place.
2: And it's nice to be out of the desert, in, yeah. the, in the green, and the mountains. It's- Like yeah, it was completely different. Yeah,
0: and um, after that we came back down south and we went to um, where did we go first? Before we went to Cusco, we went to we went to
1: Arequipa and um, Ica as well. Oh yeah, went to the oldest vineyard in South America.
0: Yeah, first wine tasting experience. I can't believe we didn't go wine tasting in Chile. We just went beer tasting. (laughs) But that's okay. I like I like them both, so that's fine. And um, then we went to Cusco and spent three weeks there. I found awesome. I found mm. it really good to be studying Spanish and having just one place
1: for three weeks was really good. Yeah. yeah, I think we talked about Cusco in quite a bit of quite a bit of depth. Is there anything from that time end that really catches your attention?
2: Uh, well, the only thing would be that I visited Machu Picchu. Um, nobody else did, and <laughs> uh, that was that was amazing. It's you know it was it could have been quite a letdown because it's so famous, but mm. it really is just. An amazing place, an amazing setting. So, and it was nice to get there. I went there the second week after it opened. Opened after it had been closed from the floods. So there were, I think, less tourists there, and there's, people were saying there's not many people in your photo So it was nice. That's
1: nice. Must make mm. a big difference. It's mm. all good, and you saved quite a bit of money on that over the the tours you're looking at booking. And yeah, like I, that. we
2: didn't do a tour. We just uh, took took the local buses, and then. Paid for the, the Peru Rail train, then it's just... And it was very easy, much easier than I even thought because I thought, you know, I don't know what's changed after the floods took out all the infrastructure. I'm not sure how it's going to go, but it was just so easy and, yeah, saved heaps of money, Yeah. One thing I remember about uh, Peru was spending a fair bit of time in the police stations <laughs> which
0: possibly isn't a fair representation of the country but yeah we never had any problems in Chile and after our time in Peru we were a lot more vigilant and so we didn't have any problems in the other countries either so it was just Peru that I spent how many I think it must have been 3 or 4 times because my iPod was stolen and then my camera was stolen and then Angie's bag was stolen and oh, and also, Andrew and Janine had some money stolen from their room, which we actually managed to get back. Yes, but um, yeah, we still
1: had to spend a lot of time in the police station. So
2: yeah, and we dealt a lot with female police officers, which yeah. was really nice. It was nice. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, we weren't expecting to uh, to have good experiences with the with the police, no. but although no time spent in an office with police is going to be great, they certainly weren't corrupt violent abusive they were they're really really good to deal with especially
2: in Cusco there's a sign um in one of the offices that basically says that they will do everything they can to help you they'll keep you they said it it said they would keep you informed as to the outcome of your case and I haven't actually had any outcomes of my case that I know of but but they it was attitude yeah they had a really good attitude I mean when we realized that
0: Andrew's bag was stolen Craig and Janine went outside and found some cops who came in and Asked lots of questions and looked around, and then Ange and I went to the tourist office, uh, the tourist police office, and Ange got left in the room filling in forms, and I got whisked away back to the um, back to the uh, restaurant to answer questions and for them to fill out forms. And they looked around, and you know it felt like something was being done. Nothing actually came of it, but you know it felt mm-hmm. like things were happening. Well, they interviewed people on the street that yeah. may have seen things. And- exactly. Yeah. And when my camera was stolen, I didn't report it until the next day, and they were like, why didn't you report it? We could have done something. And it felt like they were really annoyed with me because I hadn't given them the chance to be, you know, off looking for things. And-
2: yeah. I felt like they
0: want to be proactive. That was nice.
2: But that's one thing that you should know: if something does happen in South America, is go to the police straight away. Because yeah. We talked to a few people who didn't who thought, oh, they won't be open, or didn't go till the next day or the day after. And by that stage, they they'd say, well, there's nothing we can do. And also, they're more inclined to think that you're just trying to scam insurance or yeah, not believe right. you. They you know they say you've got to go within the first 24 hours. Often for your insurance as yeah. well, definitely.
0: You know. And it's worth going. I mean, when we went about um, Anjanine's Andrew money being stolen, um, one of the police officers took Ange back to the hotel, well, actually to find her ring, which she left behind. But from that, they ended up getting the money back because the owner didn't want bad publicity, and so he just took some money out of his own pocket. And so going for police directly resulted in them getting their money back. Mm. So it was really good.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, Peru is definitely a time of police stations. Yeah. But luckily, after we left Cusco, things Brightened up for a while. We were down on um, the bottom of Lake Titicaca. We went to um, Puno and out on the islands for a couple of days and then along um, the border to Bolivia.
0: Yeah, and Bolivia is beautiful. It's a lot, I think it's a lot poorer than Peru, and Peru is not exactly well off itself. And so we did have a couple of problems. We weren't ripped off at all, but um, Janine was almost pickpocketed. Actually, she was pickpocketed. They got a pen. So she was really
2: sad about that. (laughs) but But she was very vigilant about where she kept all her important things so it could have come up been a lot worse it could have been a lot Mm. worse it was a really it was a scary moment because
0: we were all in the market and a whole bunch of people surrounded her Um, and Angie and Craig were a bit further ahead I was next to her but I got separated from her by this group of people and they just started patting her down and opening her bag and luckily she was holding her bag really tight so they couldn't get into it but they got into the front pocket and yeah
2: luckily all they got was a pen and then later, what happened with you guys later on? We were Janine and I were walking a bit behind Craig and Linda towards the bus station. It was as we were just leaving La Paz, and we saw a man change his direction quite deliberately to walk towards us when when we when we came up. And he, we thought that's a bit dodgy, so we were you know keeping an eye on him. And he was flicking something at us, and we didn't know at the time, but he flicked a really smelly. Gooey liquid, all down down up. It's all down my trousers, all over my backpack, and some on Janine's clothes as well. And we just thought, we'll keep walking. It's dark. We're to get to this bus station. Our bags are heavy, and we'll just keep going. And then a man came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and kept saying, "Your bag. There's something on your bag, and it smells." And he kept tapping me on the shoulder and. I didn't know what to do. I was like, he really wants to get my attention And yeah. He's like, keep walking. So we just, we just kept walking. And he was a really well-dressed older gentleman. Like he'd seen like first when the look of him seemed quite trustworthy to me, but they, they must've been, you know, working together and wanted us to stop and put down our bags. And, and that would have been the last we saw of them. But as it was, all we got ended up with was dirty clothes and bags that we had to <laughs> Change before we hopped on the bus. Mm. Yeah, that's a scam we'd heard of before. I think Jean yes. had heard about it, so she knew... Yeah, we knew not to stop, just to keep going. So
1: so we had a pretty good time up in Copacabana, then a pretty tough time down in La Paz, even though we had a lovely couch-surfing host. We were beset by by scams and petty theft. Um, and then from there we headed down to um, to Iuni, which is a, a horrible little town in the south of <laughs> Bolivia. It, it wasn't very
0: pleasant, but... We managed to find a Salt Flats tour, which was what we'd gone there for, and we had an awesome time doing this tour in a jeep with There um, were the four of us, and then just two others, um, two Bolivians. And I was really excited because the tour was in Spanish and, you know, learning Spanish and it was really exciting. The others just kept looking at me going, yeah, that's,
2: that's great. <laughs> um, and what was your highlight for that? And For the Salt Flats tour, there's so much. It was. It was just new things. Mm-hmm. Just every you know hour or two, we were in somewhere completely different. Yeah. My highlight, I don't know. I you say the salt
0: hotel because you really enjoyed looking at.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i can't say I enjoyed looking at so much. That <laughs> was just a silly photo opportunity. The photo opportunities, taking taking um, photos, playing with the perspective on the salt flats mm. because the the horizon is so far away and there's nothing out there. Just white and flat so we're taking lots of photos with us jumping out of Craig's backpack and yeah uh, sitting in Linda's hat
1: things like that it's awesome it's awesome yeah that was good fun I think yeah the the Ioni Salt Flats was one of the the few major highlights of my trip that I didn't expect and was absolutely shocked at at how cool it was I wasn't excited about it before we went but now that I've done it I'd really Really recommend it. I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that expensive. It was quite well-priced for what you got. You know, it was a two-night tour and three full days. Mm. And you got to be on the salt flats. You got to play with this perspective. We stayed in a salt hotel. We saw flamingos. We saw flamingos, which was awesome. Beautiful lagoons. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, the landscape does change about every... Well, changes dramatically every couple of hours. And it's... Yeah. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Um, What are our tips for doing that? Because it wasn't the easiest thing to do. I mean, I remember it was cheaper going from Bolivia towards Chile yeah. or doing a loop within Bolivia than it was to book from San Pedro de Atacama, for example.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: So it was much cheaper to go Bolivia to Chile Although, or do a loop in Bolivia.
0: If you are travelling from Chile, then it might be worth doing it, paying more if it works into your schedule.
1: Mm, sure. If
0: you're planning yes. a trip, plan coming from Bolivia to Chile because It's cheaper.
2: Yeah. It's quite a nice way to travel by Jeep. Yeah. It's a break from traveling by bus. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: everything's by bus in South America, right? (laughs) (laughs) Mostly night bus for us. Yeah. It's because
1: the flights are so freaking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, show up in Ioni and give yourself at least half a day to ask around. Find other travelers. We stayed overnight um, for a couple of reasons, but one of them was to, to get a grip on what companies to use because... There's guidebooks, about online
2: reviews. reviews, yeah, companies, or something ridiculous. That's some large
0: number. Yeah, yeah. there are a lot of
1: them. And online reviews were really useful, but not really useful enough.
0: The problem it, is that you've got to find out about the company, the jeeps they're using, and the drivers. Yes. And the jeeps are going to change, and the drivers are going to change. Yeah. So, it, it, online reviews are usually so yeah. out of date that it's quite a good idea just to show up, try and find some travelers who've just arrived from the, um, from the trip in the opposite direction mm-hmm. and ask them if they had a good time. If they didn't, go with that company.
1: Yep. Yeah, food's really important. Um, how sober your driver is in the morning is very important. And uh, quality of your Jeep as well, because there were we passed a few breakdowns. Yeah, yes. we did.
0: Luckily, we didn't. Although we did stop and help the people who'd yeah. broken down. Yeah, our, our
1: driver seemed to be the most competent mechanic because he was the one <laughs> being enthusiastically flagged down by uh, by oh, the other broken 70s. down drivers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone yeah. seemed to know each other. It was really nice.
1: So yeah, we travelled with um, Estrella del Sur in the end, um, so I can recommend them for the next month or two before everything <laughs> changes again.
0: Yeah, they were good, they were good, and we'd heard good reviews of, um, about them from other people as well, and the food was good,
2: although we did run out of food at one point, but when we went and talked to our driver, he provided us with more. Yes, so that was really good. Yeah. The thing with online reviews is that every company has bad reviews, and they're yeah. all mm. about the same things, so yeah. it was really hard to find one that didn't have a bad review, so...
1: Yeah. yeah so just word of mouth show up and and start asking questions and be willing to pay what seems like a lot more like 30 bolivianos more and then yeah. you realize that it works out to like three dollars <laughs> a cup of coffee spread over three days and you go ah reality check yeah, yeah. that's that's worth a, a vehicle that's three years younger exactly I think and we'll I think we
0: negotiated
2: a little bit because there were four of us so we negotiated a little bit of a discount mm. so you can always ask anyway but they all do the same. They all seem to go to the same places. We, you know, we yeah. were following the same road. We'd turn up the same places where other Jeeps were. and Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we had slightly different accommodation. Like, we we yeah. stayed in the Salt Hotel, and only one other group was in the Salt Hotel. And when we talked to other people who'd done the tour, not many people we talked to actually stayed in the Salt mm-hmm. Hotel, which was one of our highlights. It was yeah. awesome. It was so awesome. It was made of salt, and it had really good insulation.
1: We were really warm at night. When you say it was made of salt, I'm imagining, imagining an igloo. Can you... Kind of okay. how was it made of salt?
0: It's made of bricks of salt, so they got
2: how do they do large it? Large, large bricks. Bricks. Yeah. However, they made However they made them. But, but the walls the so the walls are brick, but all the bricks are salt. Yeah. And the tables are made of salt. The chairs are made of uh, yeah. salt bricks stacked up, the beds yeah. are a big block of salt with, with a mattress, the mattress on, on it. it. <laughs> the mattress. <laughs> and the
0: mortar is made of salt as well. But they've put other things in it to make it watery.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the roof was made of plastic and corrugated iron. Yeah. So (laughs) when it rains, the whole hotel doesn't melt. (laughs) Well, it doesn't uh,
0: rain very often, apparently. No. Just really, really a lot in winter. And they were saying that, you know, there were little lakes, and um, in some periods of the year, the water comes right up to the, almost right up to the door of the Salt Hotel, which would be awesome.
1: Mm. Yeah, it was really cool. So yeah, a really... One of one of my three big highlights, and yeah, really worthwhile.
0: What were your other two big highlights?
1: Um, probably the the three cities up north in Peru. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to kind of separate them out because we had so little time mm-hmm. there that they're all kind of mashed together. But yeah, the ruins, Trujillo and yeah the the Juaca del Sol and Huaca de la Luna um, the El Señor de Sipa museum up in um, Chiclayo mm. and Lap at Chachapoyas if i had to choose one it would be Chachapoyas but that whole it was all together that mm. whole time you know if i'd spent a fortnight in each i might have a one that i liked more than the other but because we were just kind of doing the highlights all the highlights were amazing mm-hmm. really worth it And number three would be um, Iguazu Falls, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. They were awesome. Hey, we're running out of time on this episode of the show, so shall we kind of close off here and then um, next week we can talk about uh, our time after the Ioni Salt Flats down in Chile, then over to to Puerto Iguazu, Uruguay, and then back to Argentina.
0: Sounds good. Before we finish, we'd like to thank our sponsor again and tell you about a great initiative they've set up. At worldnomads.com, you can also support a Footprints community development project when you purchase your travel insurance online. worldnomads.com. Keep travelling safely. And if you come to podcast.com, you'll find the insurance link at the top of the page, which is where we have some of our experiences with travel insurance, and we'll tell you why we chose World Nomads
1: for our own travel insurance. Indeed, indeed. Uh, One thing before we finish up uh, there was no show last week, and I wish I had some kind of insurance. (laughs) Um, I had a great interview with the uh, guys who have done the most recent leg of the fantastic adventure in Australia, but um, the computer ate it. My five year old G4 Powerbook is dying, and I lost all of the original files as well as all of the editing and post production work. So, um yeah, my apologies. I'm gonna get back on the phone with them soon and hopefully we'll we'll have that, but that's why it's the middle of June and this is our first show. <laughs> oh,
0: don't forget about the Facebook photo competition.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um Facebook.com slash indie travel and we've got well, a photo competition running through June to celebrate the launch of um the art of solo travel. So the photo competition, the theme is solo and Whatever that means to you is is what it means. It's a pretty open open theme, but you can enter by uploading a photo and then getting your friends to like it and comment on it. So we've got a small judging panel, um, and including Nomadic Matt from nomadicmat.com um, and some of the ITP interns and helpers, and of course Blender and me. And um, yeah, we'll be picking a winner at the end of the month and giving away cool prizes. So come to facebook.com slash travel and um, either have a look at other people's photos and leave a comment or like the ones that you like or upload your own. Um, So you got until the end of the month. So there's a few weeks more.
0: Excellent. Well, I think that's pretty much us for this week. Um, We'll be back next week with more of the same but different. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. Uh, Thanks to Ange for coming on the show. You're welcome. So until next week, travel well.